Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 103 of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast. We are your hosts, Tony. And I am Lou. How are you doing today, Tony? I am fine. I am glad to hear that. Are we talking like this for the whole I show? I believe that you started to talk like that, so okay. I am just continuing. I would like to remind everybody that today's podcast is brought to us by Yumbly.com. Search restaurants and menus to find exactly what you're hungry for. Yum! I'm hungry. Oh my god, that was the worst. <laughs> I, wasn't there. I was reading all our mail. We got a lot of mail. Oh, I'm glad. I should probably go on there and look at it every once in a while. Yeah, huh? you should, actually. Yeah. I got some nice emails from Coco, though. Bonjour, Coco. Bonjour. allez-vous? Bonjour, pussycat. <laughs> that was Tony. <laughs> no, that's the little him. mouse from Tom and Jerry. I know, but that was Tony who just called you a pussycat. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, would you like to jump right into mail? Let's. Uh, Mike, our listener Mike, who I will mention later also. Wow. Uh, said that war horse equals lassie come home, but you know, with a horse instead of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> really? Mike also says, Lou, were you crying at Hugo because it was at least a half hour too long? No. We will talk more about that later. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jason wants to know if either of us have watched Downton Abbey. No, but I'm going to because I hear from everyone. <laughs> that was very enthusiastic. That uh, I don't even know what that is. It is a PBS masterpiece. It's British period piece thing. Is Masterpiece um, like the name of the program or? No. Yes. The name of the program. Okay. And Downton Abbey is one of its features. Gotcha. One of its series. And what, is it, what does it entail? It, it based on, uh, well, it's about uh, a hotel, I think, or okay. like, I don't know. I so far, it. it sounds fascinating. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I've been to a hotel before and they're crazy. There's a lot you can crazy. do there. Um, but it always wins a lot of awards. It won Golden Globes. It won some... Uh, some Emmys. Big fan of the Golden Globes. Won, <laughs> won some stuff. But uh, but I've heard from everyone. I mean, people you wouldn't think that would like that sort of thing say it's really, like, engaging. Accountants. So. Right. Yeah. No, Lawyers. I would see them liking that. Yeah. Lawyers. No, no I was thinking more like skate punks and oh. metal thrashers. Oh, really? They like it, too. Wow. <laughs> it, everyone I think it's agrees. something for everyone. Everyone yeah. agrees. It's fantastic. But, uh, Jason says that season one is available on Netflix's streaming, and season two is airing right now on PBS. Will you move your your thing closer to the microphone? Excuse me. <laughs> the screen. You move the screen, and then Ooh, yeah. and then I'm also little, your face. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little far. Uh, Jason also says it has great writing, acting, and once you get to the the characters, humor. Hmm. Uh, Stritch says he found a game that Lou may like, and it's on the PS3. Ooh, tell me. Lou does not play the PS3. I will though. It's at some point. apparent to me when I go and I, I see that he is not playing. <laughs> And that he has not been on for like PS4 four weeks. Three game. What's I want to say this is also on the PC. What's it called? Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. Kingdoms of Reckoning. Amalur. Don't forget the Reckoning. Wait, Reckoning is the first part? No, that's the last part. So it's Kingdoms Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Yes. Uh, well, now I need a colon. There is a colon. Reckoning. Okay. Uh, it's an RPG in an MMO world without the MMO. So it's single player, but massive in scale and beautiful to look at. All the trappings of a great RPG with classes, abilities, etc. A lot like Skyrim, but just not as advanced and large in scale. He's enjoying it. Huh. Sounds good. Uh, actually, it's gotten great reviews, too. Really? They say that more than any other RPG ever, the combat system here is, like, flawless. Oh, that's cool. It's, like, it's like playing a, uh, you know, combat-centered game. Right. All right. Cool. Okay. 
Um, what else we got? More recommendations, please. Recommendations, information, questions, suggestions, comments, queries. That's all I got. You got nothing else. <laughs> so after all that. Bonjour, Coco. <laughs> well, do we want to get right into video games, or do you have wow. anything else you got to go over first? Um, no. All right, I'm just making sure. Okay. That's By the it. way, Tony made me some uh, gelato with his gelato machine, uh, Nutella flavored. Which you know, who doesn't love a good Nutella? And what were the what was the garnish on the top? Uh, chopped, toasted hazelnuts and mm. chopped uh, chocolate, semi sweet chocolate. Do you, now, do you chop them and then toast them, or do you toast no, them and then I chop toast them and then I chop them? Okay. Yes. Very tasty. Very tasty. Thank and you. it was exactly the right consistency that I love because I like it. I like the gelato to to seem like it's almost melting. You know, once you have the base down, the machine does the rest. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I am going to get one of those at some point. You should point. get one. Yeah. I yeah. am really enjoying it. I am going to get one at some My point. My pants are not enjoying it. I need to buy new pants. Hmm. Yeah. Curious comment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say there are certain things you shouldn't put in that machine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say there are certain things you shouldn't put in your pants. <laughs> Well, that's true, too. I guess that's true. Um, jellyfish, high up on the list. Yes. Things not to put in your pants. But they say if you get stung by a jellyfish, you're supposed right. to pee on it. So then it's like all so right So you're there. right there. Right. <laughs> Badgers, another thing I would not want to put in my pants. Right? Right. Uh, We're done. We're, we're done. done with okay. The moving on. Uh, moving on to games. Yes. Uh, we've both been playing Skyrim. A yes. Actually, that's the reason I was late today. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you had to run a bunch of errands or something. Um, in fact, I wish we would have talked about it before we started this. Okay. Well, because I don't want to give any of the game away, <laughs> but uh, I think I'm at the end of the Brotherhood chain. Okay. And uh, how cool. I right? mean, the whole story and everything. Right. Very That's cool. That's one thing I really love about this this game is that the quests you go on, they're all completely different from each other. Mm-hmm. And the stories are so rich that you really are immersed in it. Yeah. You're not just doing it to get to the next thing. Right. You're like... Really involved. So I take it you finally have the thing that you didn't have before. No. Oh, so I'm, but I think I'm at the end. You mean almost to the point where you get that? Because that's not the end of the Brotherhood quests. Oh, then I, I must have passed it. Pause. <laughs> he's pause. telling me. He's telling me to <laughs> pause. pause. Well, because I want to talk about it without giving anything away with you, and then we can. Because I'll get information that I can say then afterwards. So let's pause. Okay. And then we'll come back. All right. Hold on. Okay, so Tony, okay, is we now ruined, just Tony has now ruined the game for me. <laughs> we have just decided that Lou has... That's what That was the quest string you told me to do in order to no, get that thing. No, I said companions, not brotherhood. I thought you said brotherhood. No, companions. Yeah, I just ruined a lot for you because that's that whole storyline is the best so far that I've come across. Oh, okay. Well, I won't say any I, more I, about I, it. Well, what's so funny is I, I started that whole quest chain by accident because... Uh, well, I, I'm not giving anything away. I think people know this already. At some point, you went to sleep. Yes. At some no. point, you can turn into a werewolf, and if you do that, you don't get any resting bonuses from sleeping. So I never sleep. Right. But there was, I think, I accidentally hit the the action key next to a bed, and you know, just like out of force of habit, like hit the button to to say okay, basically. And um, and so I went to sleep, and then it started the Dark Brotherhood quest chain, which is really cool because I finished the main game, and I finished a lot of other stuff in there, and I think there's like 30-some quests in the Dark Brotherhood chain. So I've now the it's like three days on it. Yeah, so now it's like Just all this chain. cool stuff that that uh, you know that I'm going to get to do that I 
Yeah, definitely didn't even know it. it was there. It's before. so much fun, and the story is like I said, it's so rich and like yeah. just involved. And, and don't like, worry, I'll forget what you just told me. Yeah, so. please do. Um, but no, the companions quests. Oh, you are the worst. I told you that because it was the first one of the first quest chains you started when you got to White Run. You are the worst. No. You just forgot. I want the werewolf. Yeah. Okay. So go back and do that. It's easy. And I had a chance to become a vampire, and I turned it down. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna see if I can actually get my werewolfness cured. I think you can. Can you? I think so. Because I thought once you became a werewolf, you can't become a vampire. Right. But I think you can get rid rid of your werewolfiness, and then you could do whatever you want. <laughs> you could become the vampire. But yeah, there's so much stuff in this game, and it's just so gorgeous. Yeah, it's so beautiful to just like walk around and explore. Mm-hmm. And the cave systems that you go into and everything are some of them are just like incredible. I love when you go into an area and you'll be like in a really dank and kind of murky cave, and then you'll get into a a big cavernous area where it's kind of open to the the you know ground above, and there's light streaming down and plants and streams running through it and stuff. And just the designs of some of these spaces are just amazing. Very cool. It is very cool. Uh, that's all I've been playing. That's all you've been playing. Yeah, because I haven't, I, you know, I just don't have a lot of time to play the game. I checked out Gotham City Imposters. Yes. Which is a game. Do you know anything about this game? No. Um, it's where people, the characters in the game are kind of makeshift Batman imposters or Joker imposters. And, uh, so they're wearing like a cardboard cowl with like you know a blanket as a cape, and like okay. they're making all these makeshift weapons and stuff. And all the all the videos I saw for it looked really cool. So when it came out, it came out on both PSN and Xbox Live. So uh, I downloaded it, and then I realized that it is a multiplayer game only, and I don't like the multiplayer games. Um, so played a little. I don't like it. You can't play even though it's a there's multiplayer no single, game. You can't play it alone. No, really? No, it's just multiplayer. You have to play you with to play. other people. Yes. No, but I mean, you no, have to interact have. with other people. Can well, you yeah. do the activities in the game without dealing with other people who are playing at the same time? No. Okay. So it's a multiplayer cooperative. Yes. Mandatory. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't sound like fun <laughs> So at for all. that, I don't love it. Because yeah. that's just not my thing. Like, right. you know, Call of Duty and all those. I, n- I never played multiplayer. Right. I mean, I could see why people enjoy it. But just for me, I'm not good at it. And, like, I just, I just get killed all the time. And, like, I don't see where people are hiding and just for me to hide in a little place and wait isn't fun and you gotta look everywhere you gotta have eyes on the back I wanted of your some head. kind of single player you know experience and there right. wasn't any well so. I will get you a blanket and a piece of cardboard and then you can make your own <laughs> cardboard cowl and blanket cape thank you very much you're welcome I also have been playing an amazing game on the iPad called yeah. Cordy okay now uh, who was it last time who was saying that someone on Facebook was saying that they like my uh, I think it was Stretch was saying that he likes my iPad game recommendations. Yes. This is one of the best I've ever played on the iPad. Really? Better than Lost Winds, and I really liked Lost Winds. Cordy is a platformer. <laughs> Found. Cordy is a platformer, and just the design is amazing, and just the, it's just fun. Did you ever play that? Um... Angry Birds? Yeah, I love it. No, not that. I hate that game. Uh, did Doodle you ever... Jump? What? Doodle Jump? No, not that. Um, did you ever play that... Uh, something brothers sword and sorcery that yeah I didn't looked, like it yeah I didn't like it either yeah. it looks so cool from the graphics and everything but then when I went to play it it was really boring yeah. but you know and the controls on, were terrible it was on a lot of people's like best games of the year list yeah I don't I don't, I don't get it I thought the controls were awful yeah. and it was boring but it lo- visually I liked it a lot Cordy has great controls yeah Cordy is C O R D Y by the way I see that on the outline yeah. But, but for those of you not who able don't to see have the outline, outline in front of them, yeah. Right. So for everyone except you, me, and Kelsey, 
Right. There you go. But she's she, not even looking, no, so it's really just She's you not even listening. She's got her headphones on. Right. Can you ready for some miscellaneous? That. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, just a reminder, the U.S. debut of the PS Vita is February 22nd. And there are some great titles available at launch, including Uncharted Golden Abyss, Mod Nation Racers Road Trip, Rayman Origins, and Wipeout 2048. And don't forget La Vida Loca. And La Vida Loca. Yes. Must-have game for the PS Vita. It's not. It's, it's not at all. Um, also, the Mass Effect 3 demo is now available for the PC, Xbox 360, and PS3. What? You didn't know that? I huh? did not know that. Yesterday, maybe the day before yesterday. Wow, you that's exciting. All right, Here's something you, a little more. Grab it? Uh, I have not tried it yet, no. Yeah. Something more that you'll be excited about, really? too, I think. Anyone planning on playing Mass Effect 3 on the PC should pre-order the game right now on EA's Origin website to receive Battlefield 3 for free. Wait, where... I don't even see that on here. It's number oh, three. Oh, I see. Wait, should pre-order game right now? Receive Battlefield. This just proves you're not free. listening to me. No, I, I, because I was trying to find it in the outline. I don't. I've never played any of the Battlefield games. No, but it's free. Yeah. So even if you don't like it, it it's was free. free. So who cares? Right. Right. Um, Sony has confirmed that the next game in the Little Big Planet universe will be Little Big Planet Karting, in and that's with a K. Yes. In keeping with the Little Big Planet tradition, users will be able to design their own tracks down to every detail and then share them online. Totally cool. You know who's going to love that is my kid, because he loves anything having to do with cars. He's going to love that. I will love it, too, because, you know, to design the levels just seemed a little, like... Daunting. Yes, whereas this is just, like... Well, it's going to depend on how the level designer works. But yeah. it Well, seems the level like, designer is amazing. It, it seems like with a track that... that it should be pretty easy because you could probably right. select like a track thing and just kind of move it around, right? And then add bits to it, you know, bits, bits of junk, bits of honey, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. It was probably the worst candy ever made. Bit of honey, bit of honey. Remember oh, those? suck up your teeth. No, no. People with veneers do not try the bit of honey. People with teeth do not try do the not bit try. of honey. <laughs> it's terrible. Although I feel the same about both uh, jujubes. Doesn't work good either for your teeth. Right, but they but they only get stuck. It's not like they're going to crack your teeth. Right. Bit of honey will crack your teeth right off your head. A frozen Charleston chew is not good. No, no. Frozen rock also not, not good. Not good. Not no. good. Uh, the release of Diablo three has been delayed yet again. Shocking. The long-awaited release, which was to take place next month, has now been pushed back to April or June, which probably means July. April or June. It's definitely not coming out in May. It might be April. It might be June, that's, but definitely not that's May. That's what my source said. <laughs> the interweb. So you can imagine it's either July or November. <laughs> or next year sometime. <laughs> wow. And finally, while they say there are they are in no rush, Rockstar Games has stated that LA Noir 2 is a strong possibility. Did you ever finish that? No. I yeah. you know what? I need to pick it up again. And it's yeah. really cheap. I can get it for like ten bucks. Wait, I thought you had it. No, I sold it. Oh, okay. Do you own any games like that you yes. won't get rid of? Yes. Like, what are some games that you wouldn't uh, get rid of? For the 360, I have Burnout Paradise. Okay. I have Fantastic the Orange Box, game. of course. Orange Box, of course. Um, I have a lot of PS3 games. I have both the Batman games. I need to go back to Batman Arkham City because I played that for maybe a total of a half hour. Wow. And, you know, everyone saying it's one of the best games of last year. But, yeah. but you know, I got Uncharted and then Skyrim, and yeah. then I never went back to it. Exactly. And now Skyrim just... It's like I want to get back to it. If yeah, I, we it's gotta, it's so cool. I mean, gotta wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> wow, <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention the uh, the new uh, eight bitty controller for the iPhone. It, what? Because it looks dumb. What are you talking about? How could you think that looks dumb? The the biggest problem with gaming on the iPhone is because is of the that screen. It's an iPhone. 
the controls get in I the don't way. Game on the iPhone. Oh, oh, aren't you, Mr. Snooty? <laughs> oh yes, Lovey. How dare you game on the iPhone? You should be using an iPad. Or a touchscreen Macintosh computer. Hmm, Gilligan, <laughs> fetch my iPad, won't you? <laughs> very Crack sno- yourself very, up there, Very <laughs> snooty about your, ga- your gaming platform. I like to game but, on the iPhone. But what I'm saying is not everybody has an iPad. A lot of people have an iPhone, and I think for that it's a great thing. You know? Okay. It's like a cool little D-pad for your then iPhone. Go Control games. Go pick up your iPhone. D-pad. I don't have an iPhone. D-bag. <laughs> wow. Okay, put a coin in the jar. All right, Schmidt. <laughs> That's all I have, by That's the way. That's all you got? That's all I have. So we're ending on that. Huh? We're ending on D-Bag. Yes. Okay. Well, on that note, then, you got to add something else. Why? Because I don't, don't want to end on D-Bag. Just look something up. It's got to be something. No, there's nothing. Is there a Neutron coming out or anything? <laughs> <laughs> nothing? All right, there we're going to take not. a- But the game I've been long waiting for is coming out before we- uh, Before we finish the record again. <laughs> what? The new SSX game. What's that? Snowboarding. SSX really tricky? Snowboarding. Really incredibly uh-huh. tricky? <laughs> that was a great game. But SSX 3, to this day, is in my top three games of all time. I just can't believe that. I absolutely I love that I cannot believe game. that. And I, I would play it over and over. Would you ever go snowboarding in real life? No, never. No, <laughs> no it's very much like a driving game, but like there's on more the possibilities because right. you're, you know, on you're, yeah. you're on a snowboard. That actually sounds pretty cool. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about TV. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about TV. There's a lot to talk about. Yes. It is It is TV. You know, a lot of times, the second half of the TV season, which is now, you know, mm-hmm. after the midseason break, mm-hmm. lots more interesting than the first half. Because the first half, they keep pushing back it's to start dates. Yeah. You know, they they give us maybe stuff. They that's throw not stuff their... at us that they want us to like, but right. it's garbage and it doesn't stick. You know. Yep. Uh, although we got lucky this year. Oh, with... I see that you have been watching The Voice. Uh, yes, I have been watching The Voice. I love this part of The Voice. This part yeah. of The Voice is great. This part of The Voice beats. Let's this part of American Idol. Let's I talk. Let's talk about The Voice. We'll start since we're already talking about that. Uh, let's start with what I don't like about The Voice. Okay. The ever-increasing bulbousness of Christina Aguilera, <laughs> who seems to keep getting inflated in strange places. I don't mind that. I just don't like how she talks over everyone. Well, well, the thing is, is she seems like she's not very bright, but yes. she's trying to be funny, and yes. it's not working because she's yes. not very bright. Um, and 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 I believe Blake when he says that half the time CeeLo is asleep, and that's why he wears those <laughs> sunglasses because. He like hardly ever says anything. I, I haven't seen. Did I'm you see this sure, week's? I haven't seen this week's. Yes, okay. I'm pretty sure I heard him snoring once. <laughs> Speaking of which, last night I was at the computer, well, very late at night, and uh, all of a sudden I hear like the the vibrating going off on the cell phone. You know, it's like, mm, mm. I'm like, it's not my cell phone. So then I thought maybe it was Amy's. So I go in the bedroom and it was her snoring. It just sounded. <laughs> Very regular pattern. Well, did you answer her? <laughs> I did. No. Oh, sorry, honey. I think you butt dialed me. Um, but uh, I love this part of the voice. Yes, this part of the voice is In great. In fact, once this is done, there's no reason to watch well, it. Well, I'm really hoping, and I've said this before, that they fix those other parts. Last year, literally, there was no reason to watch past the blind auditions. Every... Oh, I disagree. I mean, you and I don't agree on this show. I know, but every episode was... 90% but fluff. But those battles, when they have them go in and sing retarded. the same song. Oh. Retarded. 
And even after that, that, then the people came out and saying, you never got to no, know like anybody's that. personality. Whatever. I didn't even I care about care the winner. That. Whatever happened to that guy? Did he do anything? Who cares? I nobody cares. I think he's still doing something. Nobody cares. He's, he's nobody still got cares, time to do stuff. But nobody cares about him. <laughs> I'm speaking for everyone, including his family. Nobody wow. cares about Javier Colon. Okay? Well, you remember his name at least because I couldn't even come up with that. <laughs> Um, I know but, that Dia Frampton has an album coming out. And she, she's touring with Blake Shelton. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's opening oh, for him. Uh, she was fantastic. She should have won. Was great. Because, I agree. Because Javier uh, Colon, he already had, the kid already had three albums before he was ever on the show. That's not fair. But anyway, um, there's been some good talent. I don't know if it's been excellent talent. It's been good. A few standouts. But for the most part, it's been okay. Yes, I but like it, that. I like that they don't bring horrible people on. Like they're all somewhat. There good. were a couple that were kind of horrible. Not horrible. Not like on American Idol. Uh, I hate this part of American Idol. I wish it would just get to the performances. Well, this week should be good though, because this week is is group week, and that's always entertaining. One I of think. the worst episodes of American Idol ever was last week. The group, the group episode where nothing happened. Nothing. There was no singing whatsoever. It, it was, was just, just people crying and complaining. Yeah. Oh my god! What a that waste. was nails on a chalkboard to me. That was the worst. What a waste of an episode. The worst. What a waste of an episode. I'm I would rather see, like, you know, I would rather see more of the people singing before the first cut at, at Hollywood Week, um, and. Maybe 15 minutes of the people forming groups and all the teenage drama and stuff like that just to see which people are kind of jerks. Like, remember the two brothers? The, I don't do groups. Remember those guys <laughs> yeah. that they focused on again? But, you know, just to see which people you kind of don't like. But then just show us the group numbers. Oh, it was terrible. What I, I want to see people performing. I don't want to hear you talking about people performing. That's not interesting. So is this the last week of, of Hollywood and then I next week? So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so um, so the voice is interesting because, it, like every round, when somebody doesn't turn around, it's uncomfortable because they still have to say something. Right. And I don't, I don't understand why every person who gets up there to sing doesn't say, "Well, if you're saying all these nice things about me, why didn't you turn around?" Well, nine times out of ten, they tell them why they didn't pick them. Uh, I think it's more like two times out of ten. Well, a lot of times they just say, "Man, you're you're really great, and you sounded awesome," and. There's just something about your voice that was great. I'm, you know, I'm glad they turned around. It's like, well, what about you? Or I like it when when somebody will say, "Man, I'm I'm so glad that that they turned around for you because I, I thought you were just perfect for them." Oh well, yeah, <laughs> that like, makes sense. Well, I mean, obviously Blake Shelton can do something with someone that CeeLo Green can't, yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, I think Christina is really about the only person there who doesn't really have much to offer in the way of a mentor. Well, you're saying that because you don't think she's very smart. Well, that's what I, I mean. Think, that's I think talent-wise, she's the best of all four of them. Oh, absolutely. There. She's very talented. But, I mean, as a as a mentor, like somebody who can analyze what they're doing and tell them how to fix it. Oh, I don't know. She seems like she'd probably I mean, have... I would hope that the one thing that she knows is her craft. Yeah. I don't would, know. I would, wouldn't take that away from her. Before her death, would you want Whitney Houston to be a mentor to anybody? Uh, I don't think so. I, I'm not going to say anything about Whitney Houston. How dare you? It's a little too soon. <laughs> Give me a break. Mr. Whitney Houston, Dead. I'm not doing that this week. Well, I just did it. So No, I have go. to say, let's talk about the Whitney Houston thing because okay. it's going to come up in a little while. Uh, I was very like, I'm very like, not moved. That's not the word. Uh, distraught over it because it's really, she probably was, I mean, without saying anything about her music, yeah. she probably was one of the most talented singers ever. Wait, how can you say that without saying anything about her music? 
Because her voice, regardless of what she's oh, singing, oh, oh, I see she could sing okay. anything. Right, I mean, right. I hate to say she could sing the phone book, so I won't say she's gonna. Right. She could sing the phone book. Right. But really, as far as her voice alone, right, it was oh, extremely talented. Ex- like one, probably one of the best voices ever. Yeah. And so to see someone who led such a like you know, troubled life with drugs and substance abuse and that. Yeah. And like, but it's not it's, really it's that uncommon, really... is it? I mean, look at somebody like Karen Carpenter, who at the time I think people would say the same thing. I mean, she was uh, wow. Well, I mean, you can't put. Karen Carpenter's voice up to Whitney Houston's No, voice. I'm saying in terms of their uniqueness as a talent. I mean, she she had a very natural, smooth voice that everyone thought she was, you know, just ridiculously talented well, at the time. But, I mean, yeah, I'm not taking away from right. Karen Carpenter. Her story was tragic as well. Right, same kind so of thing. So when someone has such a gift and such a talent, and then, like, their life is just destroyed by drugs, and, yeah. like, it's, it's sad. I think it's more, see, for me personally, it's more sad when it's not of their doing, because, like, she made those choices. You know what I mean? And not that they're... No, because a lot of it's not of her choice. I mean, she was a di- she was an addict. Yeah. Right. I mean, a person doesn't completely have control of that. No. It's a disease. No, they don't have complete control over it, but they have some control over it. I mean, they can uh, they can choose to... They can choose to... She couldn't choose. She was she was bound by her addiction. Well, what makes one person bound by their addiction and another person able to choose who has the same disease? Uh, the situation they're in. I mean, she's... She's in the music business. She's surrounded by it. I mean, look at yeah. who her husband was. Yeah. Well, she I chose know. him. I mean, yeah. And then she tried, how many times did she try to get away from him? I mean, without going too much into her. I know, I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying it's it's a tragedy. And yeah. then, you know, the, her poor daughter now is on like suicide watch and like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, her do- what, what does her daughter do? Huh? Was her, is she a singer She's or anything? Whitney Houston's daughter. Oh, okay. She just got that. I don't really need to do anything yeah. other than I guess, that. I guess not. Although now I think she does, but <laughs> that's terrible. Because, I mean, She's she's gonna have to do something because now it comes out that Whitney Houston was broke. Yeah. So there's not even gonna be much, you know, yeah. for her daughter. Maybe Sad. she could go be Donald Trump's daughter. Because he's not broke. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Donald Trump, and since we're in the TV segment, does the new season of Celebrity Apprentice not look like it's gonna be the best one ever based on who's on yeah. it? It looks awesome. Although the last couple seasons were pretty great too. I know, but this group of people just looks hilarious. And the commercials, the promos that they're doing for it are a riot. Yeah. Absolutely a riot. Um, it starts, does it start Sunday? Is it this Sunday? Isn't it the 19th? February 19th? Is I that know. 15? It is this Sunday. 17, 18. Yeah, I think it is the 19th. I think it starts Sunday. Did you want to say anything else about uh, American Idol or The Voice? Um, I don't think so. What really can be said? February 19th. Excellent news. I got to remember uh, to record that because yeah. it looks really good. I do too. It looks really good. Uh, okay, before we start talking about this but, next but, show. But there's always some people on there that I have no idea who they are. Yeah. Good thing you're doing an entertainment Well, podcast. can you go through, can you bring up the contestants? Because I'd like to know who some of these people are. Yes. Clay Aiken. I know him. Mike he's, he's He seems to be, did he get a sex change operation? Because. <laughs> no. He. He sounds more and more like a woman every time I see him. Yeah. I still have his head in my credenza. What? The head of Clay Aiken is in that credenza over there. I, you've seen that before. <laughs> you should burn it. <laughs> Why would I burn the head of Clay Aiken? He's not a ghost. It's not going to like put his bones to rest. Uh, Michael Andretti. Okay. Race car driver. Yeah, thanks. Adam Carolla. Okay. You know who that is? Yep. Tia Carrera. Yep. Lou Ferrigno. Yep. Debbie Gibson. Yep. Okay, you won't know who this is. Uh... Teresa, I'm going to say it the way it should be said, but that's not how she says it. Teresa Giudice. I don't know who that is. But she says Giudice. She's on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay. Uh, Victoria Gotti. You know who that is? Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Arsenio Hall, you know yep. who that is, unfortunately. Pendulette. Yep. Lisa Lampanelli. Wait, wasn't Pendulette already on this show? Or no? Okay. Lisa who? Lampanelli. I don't know who that is. She's a comedian. I can't stand her. Okay. She's really like, she's one of those that's offensive just for the sake of being offensive. Yeah. Like there's no humor behind it. Right. It's just offensive. Um, Diana Mendoza, Miss Universe 2008. Okay. They always got to throw one of those in there. Yeah. Well, it's Trump. I mean, you know. Um, Aubrey O'Day. Don't know who that is. She was in the group. She was on uh, Diddy's Making the Band. She was in the group. I don't know who that is either. What was the name of it? Danity Kane. And then she started to do like Playboy and stuff. Danity Kane was a group? Yeah. I thought that was a person. No. Uh, What does that mean, Danity Kane? Someone, I don't know. Okay. It's so sad I know that much about Aubrey O'Day. Yeah, what, like what does Danity Kane mean? How do you it's come all up research. With... We do a podcast. I take, I, I, I take our sorry, podcast what, very seriously. Then why don't you know what it means? Uh, one of the band members came up with it. But it doesn't it mean anything? It was some superhero that she like. She used to draw all the time, and she yeah. made this superhero named Danity Kane. Okay. They liked it. Wow. Uh, D. Snyder. Okay. You know who that is? Sure. George Takei. Yep. Paul Tootle Sr.? Don't know who that is. He's on American Chopper, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I who, don't that know is. who that is. I mean, I know him by his face. I've never seen the show. Cheryl Teagues. Yep, I know who that and is. And Patricia Velasquez, model and actress. She sounds familiar, but I don't know if I know her. Okay, so there are only a couple who I didn't know. Uh, but come on. Clay Aiken, Arsenio Hall, George Takei. George Takei, it's worth watching just for George Takei. <laughs> He's hilarious. That guy is hilarious. He is. I'm telling you, he's so funny. Do you follow him on online at all, like on Facebook or? No, anything? but a lot of people that I'm friends he with on Facebook will post stuff that some he of posts. the funniest like stuff. Repost his post. He posts a lot of really funny stuff, and he seems just like a genuinely super guy. You know what I mean? Right. He seems so nice, and he, he really does post a lot of very funny stuff on there. And a lot of it is like stuff that he finds online and reposts. Right. But. He, some of it's hilarious. Some of it's really, really funny. You should follow him. You should follow him on, on Facebook. I He's will. funny. Okay, before we talk about this didn't next also, show. Didn't he play Hero's Dad on, on Heroes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Before we talk about this next show, I'm going to retract a little. Okay. I went back and rewatched. Okay. And I retract a little. Okay. I, I don't. Okay, let's talk about the show we're talking about first. <laughs> okay, I think you're talking about the river. The river. Yes. <laughs> so Tony so Tony says he sends me a text the other night. He's like, Did you watch The River? It was awesome. The best show since Lost. But I had only watched uh no, I said it was that's not what I said. You said something like that. Something I said, you know, they finally replaced Lost or a worthy replacement for Lost. That's what I said. Which yeah. I completely disagree with. Uh I do too. Okay. I do too. Good. Um because I went back and I watched it over. Because I'd only watched by the time I had sent you that text, You'd I'd only, only watched, watched the first- about Three-fourths. Oh, you hadn't even watched the second, the no, whole second half? I hadn't watched the whole second half. Okay. And I have to say, the second half was better than the second first half. half. Was, the second half was actually really cool, yeah. I thought. Um, but I can't get past... I don't have the problems with it that you had, but I can't get past... No, those were my problems. Those were your problems. Those were your problems with Alcatraz that I was throwing back in your face. Yeah, and I disagree, but I disagree with you because these people were... okay. You can't disagree with me. I'm not can, talking can, about can, anything I can subjective. I can disagree with anything you say. No, if I want. I'm not talking about anything subjective. You said you didn't like Alcatraz because you didn't feel people were freaked out, freaked out enough by the situation. And what I said about the river was, how can you say that about Alcatraz when in the river, when you've got a group of people who've been making a documentary about nature for the last 20 years, and all of a sudden they're faced with a situation that has ghosts, monsters, and all sorts of paranormal activities. Stuff that they already knew about. 
in some of the stuff they said, like he when he's flashing back to his dad and his dad talking to him about like the magic of the forest and stuff. It was stuff they already had some idea no, about. No, because that's not what he meant. That's not what he Absolutely. meant. Absolutely. Because I went back no. and really looked okay. after you and I talked. When they, when they showed the the flashbacks of the sh- the TV show that that he was the star of when his kid was a kid, when whenever he was saying there's magic out there, he was talking about bugs and stuff like that. There was never any indication yeah, that there, there was, was. There was none. There was. None You whatsoever. need to go back and watch it again. Because I watched it again after you and I had this discussion. Okay. You need to go back and watch it again. Because there were signs, especially for people that were on some of his other trips, there were signs that this stuff was Like what? What in happening. the show did they show that would lead you to that conclusion? Well, I mean, they said that they, that they had come across this kind of stuff. Who said I that? I don't remember. The one guy with the British accent. Not the guy that's trying to sabotage the whole thing, but the other guy. I don't uh, know if he's the, the producer. Oh, oh, the producer. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, but the mom and the son were not still involved with the TV show. So even if the producer said that he had run a, that he but had, i don't agree that the mom was, and son weren't freaked out they were completely freaked they out they were scared that's not the same thing no you're wrong no i'm not you're nobody ever wrong. said nobody ever said anything like what are you talking because about they were ghosts? in the middle of it they didn't have time to do that they were in the middle of it but how is that different than what you were complaining about on alcatraz well because on alcatraz it's different <laughs> it's not different you're being completely alcatraz, I mean, about it I, I don't have that problem with it. I think that they were both enjoy. I think that they're both enjoyable shows. I think Alcatraz is much better written and directed and I don't agree with that either. Than, than the river. That guy who plays his son on the river yes. is awful. Well, that's that's a point I want, want to make. That's the point I want to make. I can't get past him. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's absolutely He's terrible. He's the whiny little teenage kid that's in every one of these shows yeah. that, uh, you know. Except, unfortunately, he's in his mid-20s. Exactly. Or if even that. I mean, yeah. I think he's supposed to be like in his 30s. Oh, right. Yeah. Terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. It's terrible casting. I mean, he's not even like, you know, he's just annoying to look at. He looks like Beavis or Butthead. Yeah. Um. No, I agree. I can't get past him. He's terrible. Uh, I, I will say there was one moment in the show that completely creeped me out, and that was when the dolls. No, that just bugged me. I didn't like that. It was so Blair Witch. The monkey with the doll head. That was cool. That was cool, but that's not what I'm going to say. When the uh, Latina girl uh-huh. was lying in bed and the dragonfly went in her mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God, that freaked me out. That was so creepy. And then especially when she like sits up right after that and you know she's possessed by the dragonfly. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I hate when that happens. It's the worst. But That's I, why I don't go on vacation to South America. I don't love the show, but I'm intrigued by it still. I'm going to stick with it. We'll watch it. I mean, it was entertaining, especially the second half. The second half was much yeah, better than the first half. I agree. But um, I, just, I just felt you were being extremely hypocritical by giving so much praise to the river about something that didn't happen when you complained about that I just that think thing. the premise of Alcatraz is so ridiculous. But but you, you know what? You also didn't give it a chance because now that it's been on for a few more weeks... I didn't give it a chance. No, you're, you're seeing a lot of other stuff that's really cool about what's going on and, you know, and uh, things that were... I just feel Alcatraz at as how it started. If if they if they slowly introduced that stuff, I would probably would have taken to it more. But to just throw well, us what, into what, it what right would, away, what would the show have been about if they had slowly introduced? They it? They just that? had to do it slower. That's all I'm asking. Oh, the, uh, and, and because my like, problem with it is you're you're asking me to suspend my disbelief, and when immediately you start with all this you know stuff that you're expecting me to believe, I can't do that right away. Yeah. I, it's got to be done at a like that's like but the see, same with that, Lost. There was nothing 
crazy about there Lost. There was. In the very first episode, there was. The smoke monster and the polar bear were in the, the pilot. Were they? I think so. The smoke monster for sure. But at that point, it's, it still could have been something real. I mean, you didn't really know what it was. What would you... There was no, there was no smoke that came out in the first episode. You never saw the smoke no, monster. Like, you saw like the rattling of the trees and 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 you heard the sound. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it still could have been something real. You were eased into it on Lost. Yeah, I don't know though. I mean, I, I mean, I even guess... the polar bear could have had an explanation. See, here's the thing: is that I, I think I think your problem. I, I don't mean this problem in a bad way. Right. I, your <laughs> issue with this type of show is that. Because you're fine with, like, you sit down in Star Wars and you have no problem with that. Well, you because immediately it's in a different world. Right, but you don't it's like it when stuff... in reality. Right, you don't like it when stuff takes place on Earth in our present day, in our reality, and has that stuff in it with no warning. That, that seems to be to, what it is. Because already it's fake to me. That's my problem with it. Right. Like, for example, if Lost had started with time travel, I would have been out. I would have had nothing to do with it. Yeah. But the way they eased into it, and by like third or fourth season, then there's time travel. Right. Well, by then I'm already invested, and in like. Right. And and Lost was different too because, and I'll say this about the river, just like we talked about yesterday. You immediately the show was so well crafted from the beginning that you immediately cared about a lot of those right. characters, and it was a big cast on the river. I don't like anybody. I don't like a single uh, I person can't go on that there. Far. I just it sucks that the like, main person. Who do you person, like on that show, and why? The mother. I don't dislike I the don't mother. Like her. She's. She's whiny and annoying to me. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I know I where don't, the sun got it from. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the blonde girl. I like her. The blonde girl. The one that he grew up with. Like when they were little kids. Oh, yeah, she's all right. Yeah, 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 right. She's all right. She's all right. I like the Latino guy and her, his daughter. I mean, I don't dislike them, but there's nothing exceptional well, about It's them. only been like one episode. Right, but I'm saying, again, go back to something like Lost. Well, and that, you, well Lost was genius at that. Right, right. But that's why that's why I hate it when it people up. say things like "we're the replacement for Lost" because there's no way. I mean, you cannot right. compare them. And at you all. can't. And really, I shouldn't have made that statement because you can't make that statement after the first episode of anything. Well, I don't know. I mean, you could after Lost. Well, that's true. I mean, you wouldn't say it was a worthy replacement for Lost, obviously, because it was Lost. But I mean, know. I certainly would have said that after Walking the first episode of Walking Dead. I mean, you certainly knew after that 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 was going to be amazing. Right. Right. I can't believe we can't talk about that. Yeah, I haven't seen you it yet. You were the worst. I haven't seen it yet. Because that episode was awesome. One yeah. of the best. Yeah. Top five. Yeah. 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 Um, do we want to talk about more about The River in terms of letting people know why they should watch it if they're going to be into it? No. No? We should. We don't want to say anything? We just talked about it. Okay. All right. The cat is dead. You want to keep beating it? <laughs> is that a saying? <laughs> it shouldn't be. It is. <laughs> Uh, I also have not seen Top Chef for the last two weeks. Ugh. Is it know, done? It's the finale now. Oh, it's this week's the finale. Tonight is the finale? Uh, is it tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So there you go. Uh, so you don't know who came back from the Last Chance Kitchen? No. Who came back from the Last Chance you Kitchen? You want me to tell you? Yeah, tell me. Bev. Really? <laughs> the most <laughs> horrible one? Uh-huh. The mo- oh, Bev. No, no. Sorry. I was one. thinking of Heather. Yeah, so Bev no, no. came back. Bev okay. came back. Yeah. And they were all pissed about that. And so now like, who so who's the final in the final group? It's Bev, uh the one Asian guy, not the one with the longer hair, the Paul. one with the short hair. Paul, right? Isn't that his name? Paul? Sure. I think. Um Sarah from Chicago. Sarah Grunberg. And Lindsay. Lin- really? Yeah. 
kind of surprised by that. I would have thought yeah, the that, one Asian guy went home last. Yeah, I would have thought he would have outlived. He was a really nice guy. He seemed like a really nice guy. Ed? Ed. That's it, right. I, I thought he would have outlived Lindsay. And I don't mean in life. I mean on the show. <laughs> I don't know what their health profile is like for either one of them, but I'm just saying. Um, well, so that's interesting. No. So wait a minute. So it's three chicks and a dude? Yes. Wow. This could be only the second time that a woman has won Top Chef. Stephanie, really? it would be only Stephanie Steph- is the only woman to win Top Chef so far. Interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. And what, what season is this? I don't know. Like eight or something. I don't it? know. Six or seven, I think. Wow, that's a lot. It's a lot of Top Chefs. Right? Six or seven? Tony Montuano was on the last one. Oh, he was? Yeah. It's really funny. I mean, do you want me to say anything? No. No, no, no. Okay. Don't say anything about that because... It's funny what he does on it. Yeah. Because we know him, you mean? No. You'll, you'll see. Okay. I don't want to ruin it if you don't want me to ruin it. Okay. No, don't ruin it. Uh, revenge. Tonight's revenge is what we've all been waiting for. Is somebody finally going to get revenge? Uh, no. Tonight we find out... Because when revenge started, the very first episode begins with uh, this engagement party and... Um, and her ultimate revenge against the family was to like become part of the family and then destroy them. So at the very beginning of the episode, the 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 son who she's engaged to uh, gets shot on the beach. Okay. And tonight we find out who shot Jr. Yes, it is. It's the, is it, it's the who shot Jr. JR? Huh? Are his initials Jr. Because no. that'd actually be kind of funny. It's DG. So it's who shot DG. Mm. But um, but tonight we find out. Oh, oh so exciting. <laughs> it's so You know, I have the to show, say the show I swear to you is like it's it's my must see of this year. I um I, I watched another episode of Ringer cuz that's back now too. And that show is a lot of fun. There's the commercials a, look like it's I got to go back to There's that. a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff like the latest cool commercial looks and really everything. Cool. And you know, they tr- they trick the audience sometimes, which I always enjoy. Uh-huh. Um what else have we been watching? Alcatraz, I said. Uh so one of the things that I like about Alcatraz now is that, um, well, first of all, just like the river, I can't stand the sun. Alcatraz, I cannot stand Sam Neill. I don't know what it is. I loved him in Hunt for Red October. Almost everything else I've seen him in, I have not liked him. You like him in Jurassic Park? No. No, I thought he was irritating. I don't really remember him in that. I thought he was irritating. But he, I think it was more irritated by Laura Dern, so it overshadowed oh my irritation gosh. with him. Boy, <laughs> is she not one of the most irritating <laughs> actors in the business? She's just so weird. Yeah. She's just so strange. But, um, but this was actually a really good episode. Uh, and one of the things that we found out that's really cool is that the inmates also have no idea what's going on. So it's not like they've actually been somewhere for 50 years or anything like that. They went to bed one night in 1963 and woke up in 2012 the next day. And we know that somebody's pulling the strings because, again, these people come back and they have knowledge about where to go to find certain things that they're supposed to do that we haven't learned any of that yet. But we don't know where they're getting the information from or anything like that. But a lot of a lot of the stuff that happened on uh, on this week's episode was really cool. So uh, I'm really enjoying that show. And the less Sam Neill, the better. But um, but I love the two main leads. I think they're great together. You know, Hugo and the blonde girl. You know, before I forget, I didn't put this in the miscellaneous, but I just remembered a news item that I want to talk about. What's the name of the guy who played John Locke on Lost? Uh, why can I not remember? Terry Quinn. Terry O'Quinn. Terry O'Quinn. He will be in the next season of Falling Skies. Really? Yeah. So there you go. So there you go. 
Uh, still I know watching that's out of turn there, but I didn't want to forget about it because I didn't include still it. Still watching Fringe, and it too is fantastic. The last two episodes were so just incredible. So incredible. And I got to say, man, uh, the girl who plays Olivia, uh-huh. I don't know why I can't think of her name right now. Can you look it up really quick? Just look up Olivia Fringe. <coughs> Excuse me, I had to cough there. Had to be done. Um... Why isn't she the first one named? I don't know. Anna Torv. Anna Torv is Anna Torv. is so good. When when she's given you know a good script that's really focused on her character, she is just fantastic, and I kind of love her a little bit. Wow, I'm just saying. Does your wife know? Uh, she does. We had a long discussion about it. Last night was probably she's not probably the night like, to yeah, do it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> do what you can. <laughs> See how far you get with that one. Right, exactly. <laughs> Um, but no, she's really great, and and the last two episodes were just so good, so good. I can't wait till you get into that show, for real, because I really think you're gonna think it's one of the best shows on TV ever. It's that good. Wow, it's that good. It's a big statement. Um, and then we've also been watching The Finder, which is fun. It's again, it's one of those kind of lighthearted shows. You know, you don't have to invest too much in it. But I like the characters; they're kind of nicely drawn, and the show is a lot of fun. I just thought of another news item that I forgot to include here. Go for it. You know, because these things come to me in the middle sure. of the week, and then You're by the time I make this, that's yeah. how it works. Uh, your little show with uh, Christian Slater is coming back, mm-hmm. and uh, Megan Mullally will be on it. Now. I know this; I've seen the promos for it. Yeah. And what's weird is uh, Ophelia, oh no, Odette Eustman, or whatever she goes by these know, days. I don't know what you're saying right now. Okay, you did finally watch Cloverfield, right? Or no? Yes. Okay, the girl who was stuck in the apartment that they went up to rescue. Yes. Okay. She's on that show. Uh-huh. What's weird is she's also on House. I mean, she's a regular on both shows, which I didn't think you were supposed to do. I think if you have the time, you can do whatever you want. Huh? I what? think if you have the time, you can do whatever you want. Nah, that's not really the way Hollywood works, actually. They're on the same but network. But I think they're on right? the same network, so that's probably why yeah. it's okay. But that's interesting, because you don't see that a lot, where somebody's on two shows as a regular at the same time. Joel McHale does it. Chelsea Handler does it. Mm, but those aren't both, you know, scripted shows, right? You've got a lot of qualifications for I your do. little rule there. Oh, that's not my rule. Yeah, I don't make the rules in Hollywood. I just break them. <laughs> um, I think that's all I got. All right, good. <laughs> wow. Uh, miscellaneous, you ready? Yep. Though she passed away this past Saturday, Whitney Houston was- What? To- <laughs> Stop. Whitney Houston was to meet with Simon Cowell the following Monday to discuss becoming the next judge on The X Factor. Ugh. In fact, sources close to the singer say that she had planned on accepting the job. That would have been a train wreck right That's there. A, no. I mean, can you let the let sleeping dogs lie? Oh, please, give me a break. I'm not going to take any any flack from Mr. Callis here just because it's somebody you like for a change who's dead. Give me a break. That would have been a train wreck. If she hadn't died and you had mentioned this news story... I would have said exactly the same thing. Are you kidding? That would be I would a have waited train wreck. for her to be the train wreck before I would have really passed judgment. So you would not have thought she would have been train wreck. Give me a break. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Last exactly. Sunday's Grammy Awards telecast was the highest rated Grammy show since 1984. Wow. Experts say the large audience was due to Houston's sudden death and the return of Adele after career threatening throat surgery. Did they catch the throat surgery? Who threatened? They her? caught it. Yeah. Good. They caught it. Because those threats are taken very seriously. Yes, they are. Uh, The mid-season return of The Walking... And and congratulations, big congratulations to Adele uh, for a clean sweep. Nominated for six Grammys, won all six. And deserved every one. Deserved every one of them. 
She is a musical genius and a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> the midseason return of The Walking Dead set a basic cable record for viewership of a non-sports-related show. You think I got a lot of qualifications? <laughs> what is. the hell? I should have just <laughs> skipped that one out. The previous record was held by the show's second season premiere. So uh, they just broke their own record. Well, well that's cool. Uh, uh, don't cry for Zachary Levi because Chuck is over. <laughs> the actor has already landed a starring gig in a new sitcom coming this fall on Fox. Well, that's cool. Uh, sci-fi. About Sarah, though, I want to see her more. Uh, she stuff. is dead. She's. Um, <laughs> this is the most awful thing you've ever said on this show. Uh, sci-fi has already renewed Being Human and Face Off for third season. Well, you know, Face Off, I'm glad for because you know I only started watching it this season because my buddy Jerry's on it. I'm caught up on that, by the way. I am not caught up. We didn't see the most recent one. Oh, I have not seen the most recent. <laughs> but last <laughs> but, time I was but, a couple episodes behind and I watched them all. On but I'll tell you, I'm going to watch it next season because it's really cool. It's really good. It's really cool seeing the stuff that they come up with. Yeah. And um, it's interesting how much of a variation there is from one challenge. You, you know, like, like on the, a lot of the singing shows, a lot of the cooking shows, usually the people who are good are pretty much always towards the top. You know, they might have a bad moment or whatever. But this is like so back and forth. Well, that's because their challenge is like one is like sculpting and the next is painting and like it's... It's, it's craziness. Yeah. It's craziness. And it's really cool to see people's strengths It's and really looking for someone who is well-rounded. Right. In right. The field. So yeah. Jerry's got it in the bag. <laughs> Jerry hasn't been doing good since the beginning. I'm just talking about the well-rounded part. Ah. <laughs> um, no, which is pretty funny. Although he was... The last one we saw, he was kind of just in the middle. Um, um, Being human, I have I have three episodes taped and I have not watched it yet. I don't like that show. I know you don't. I don't like the it. British show. I don't like the American one. I just don't like it. Yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, I get it. I just don't well, like it. Well, it's been renewed for a third season, so you're not really a factor in its Apparently success. not. Not at all. Um, I can't believe that's being renewed for a third season and there's no Stargate on sci-fi it's good. anymore. What is? Uh, being human. Have you watched the first two seasons? Of being human, yeah, I watched all the first season, and I'm I have a few that I need to watch oh, for the that second. Good. I like it. Um, Ryan Philippi will start a new cop drama on CBS in September. What's it going to be called? Uh, Ryan's Hope. Because <laughs> <laughs> they tried that once and it failed miserably. Uh, Glee creator Ryan Murphy has stated that another Madonna episode is in the future, and apparently she has already agreed to appear this time. Okay, your next news item is not allowed to be about somebody named Ryan. Uh, okay. CBS is developing a new Sherlock Holmes series with Ryan Miller. No! <laughs> no with Johnny Lee Miller in the title role. Uh, ex-Mr. Um, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolica. Angelica Jolica. Okay, uh, and finally? He's actually a very good actor. I like him. What was he in? He was in that show Eli Stone, which actually wasn't bad. Did not see that. And, uh, wasn't that kind of paranormal or something? Well, he kept seeing George Michael. What? George Michael was on the show. Just George Michael? Yeah. That's not paranormal. That's just weird. <laughs> it's really cool, though, because George Michael was on, like, every episode. That's so strange. <laughs> I mean, there were only, like, three episodes, but... Oh, okay. But uh, what else was he on? Or in? He was in the movie Hackers. He was in... That's where they met, right? Him and Angelica yeah. Jolica. He was in a bunch of stuff. Wow. Yeah, his resume speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> just because I don't have it on the tip of my tongue does not mean he's He was he's in a bunch of movies, one. and he was really in a bunch of stuff. And finally, this I put this on for you. Thank you. DC Comics will continue the Smallville legacy in comic book form. That's right. The new comic series will continue right where the 10th and final season left off. Season 11, comic book form, ladies comic and gentlemen. Comic book form. Maybe, we are just maybe about Maybe you're going to have to do a little reading. Yeah, right. <laughs> we are just about done with season nine. Uh-huh. Uh, and there, was, there have been some like, wacky episodes lately. I don't know what's going on in that show. Sometimes I fall asleep like in the last 10, 15 minutes, so I miss out. <laughs> 
But like, for the last two seasons, Lex is supposedly dead. How can you have Superman without Lex Luthor? You really can't, can well, you? Well, there were other villains. Right, but what about Mister Mixaplex? But 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 isn't Lex Luthor his, you know, arch arch enemy? Yeah. I mean, you can't really get rid of the arch enemy. So I'm assuming no, he, but in I'm assuming com- he comes back in season right. ten, and because in comic book lore, I mean, villains die all the time and come back. Oh, they do. Oh yeah, that that doesn't seem realistic. Well, it seems a little far fetched. Superheroes die all the time too. How many times has Batman or Superman died in comic books? I have no idea. A I've lots. never read them. A lot. Well, how do they die and come back? Is there an explanation, or they just like show up again? There's a new. Just, like, it's just like Kenny. There's a new storyline. Oh, but it's not supposedly after they actually died. Well, no, I mean because they they'll do runs of stories, and then when that story's over, then here's a new Batman story. But they're dead. Well, in that story they died, but in this new story they don't. Uh, I don't get it. Just like there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out. When we had a Spider-Man movie, and but he both- wasn't dead. No, I know, but it's it's it starts from the beginning again in the new Spider-Man movie. Right, I get that, but it's a different telling, is what I'm saying. It's but, a different story. But but what I'm saying is, it's it's not yeah, chronologically I inconsistent. Say- I understand what you're saying. It's a different telling of a right, story. Right, right, I understand. Well, what I'm asking you is, is it chronologically consistent? So is like the new story of Batman after he died consistent with the old timeline at least that story is done so it's a a a new story altogether so this is just somebody else telling a batman story and the other one doesn't matter okay so there's no continuity between them is what you're saying okay now I that's how comic books work i didn't know that just like the new spider-man story in the first one it was like mary jane and this one it's not it's someone else. really yeah now see why would they do that like what what difference does it make a different story no 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 but what i'm saying is what difference does it make what the person's name is no, you know I mean, I mean it's, it's completely different. It's not just the name; they're a completely yeah. different character. Oh, okay. She's not a washed-up has-been before she ever got started. Right. Slinging burgers when right. she'd rather be doing a tap toe on stage. On <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little tippy top, you mean? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, that's it. That's all we got for TV. All right, cool. We're gonna take a we're quick do break. a little tap toe. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about movies. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about movies. Uh, what have you seen? I have seen a couple of movies. Tell me. Uh, I went and saw Hugo. Okay. And first of all, I have to say, it's one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. It's gorgeous, isn't it? I saw it in 3D, and the yeah. 3D is very impressive. 3D was fantastic, and it and it just felt natural. Yes, I agree. Because in fact, were, it's probably my best experience seeing a 3D movie. Yeah, ever. because even in Avatar, which you know kind of defined the new age of 3D, there were a lot of parts that looked very um, awkward. The 3D effect, anyway. A lot of the times when you were looking at just people in a in an environment that you recognized, it was very jarring and disconcerting. When you were in the sort of alien planet, it worked a lot better. Right. But um, but this movie just looked gorgeous, yeah. start to finish. It was yeah. just amazing. Just amazing. and I didn't have the complaint that like it was too dark. Yeah, I think they compensated for yeah. it. Um, also, I want to mention before I, I go on about this that you know they showed the previews. There were previews in 3D, right? And they showed the preview for uh, Titanic coming out in 3D. Yeah. And though I was never really a fan of that film, yeah, they did a really good job with the 3D in that. Oh sure, yeah, it's James Cameron. Yeah. Well, I'm giving him little yeah. props there little because props. I still won't go see it. It looks. Oh, I wouldn't either. But it looked. I wonder if anyone's going to see Star Wars in 3D because it, it came it, in third for the it week. did, yeah. but not first. No. So there you go. No. Yeah. The vowel came in first. <laughs> 
what does that say about our culture? Uh, well, it's also Valentine's weekend. So. And it also says a lot about the fact that nobody likes that stupid pile of junk. Except for those. Talking about, who are you talking about? Star Rachel Wars. McAdams? No, Star Wars. Because <laughs> it came in first. Star Wars episode one. Uh, so Hugo, beautiful. 3D was great. Um, I liked the story. Oh, I thought you didn't like the story. No, I liked the story. Well, you said the story the was over, boring. Let me finish. Okay. Well. Why, why you got to take, take my lines? <laughs> um, I thought it was acted well. Yeah. I just thought it was boring. Yeah. I agree with Mike. It was at least a half hour too long. Does Mike have kids? Yes. Okay. So I can't blame that. No. And I would find kids, I would think the kids would find this incredibly boring. No, I, I, I just meant that I, I'm wondering if part of why I liked it so much is, you know, as a parent, um, just feeling for the, the, you know, the just intensity of the loneliness and sadness of the, the main character because of, you know, things that have happened before the timeline of the movie started. Um, but I just, I don't know what it was. It was just something about the whole magic of of the, I, I don't want to say too much for people who haven't seen it that might see it, the magic of the older gentleman character and what his life was before this time period. That part was really cool. And I it just like, I, I found I the don't, whole I thing. I didn't dislike this movie. I didn't dislike it. Right. I don't think it's the best movie of the year. And I found, like, I, I loved what the little boy wanted from what he was working on um, and to see the change in the character of the older gentleman from the beginning of the movie to the end because of the actions of the little boy, I just thought that was such a, a wonderful, sweet story. And I really like the friendship between Singing him and the- all the strength I have to stay awake during this. No, I'm just saying- <laughs> That was really, no, really. I thought it was boring. Yeah, I know you do. But I will say, like, as far as like Oscars, I can totally, and I would not be like, you know, upset by Martin Scorsese winning Best Director because yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's done expertly. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cast well. I thought everyone was great in it. Sasha Baron Cohen, how great was he yeah. in this movie? Fantastic. There were so many great little moments. There were a lot of funny bits with him. A lot of, yeah, and, there were a lot of great little moments. I just thought all together, it just, it yeah, I loved it. It didn't grab me like it grabbed you. Yeah, right. Um, but I liked it. I certainly think it should win any, you know, art direction Oscars that it's oh, up yeah. for because it's, it's absolutely beautiful. That made me want to go to Paris more so than Midnight in Paris did. Yeah. I mean, I know that that's a, you know, sure, romantical, sure. fantastical right. take on Paris, but. Right. I mean, so, I, don't, I don't think they necessarily showed anything that wasn't real. Right. You know, um, so I liked it. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I, I can't really say. You know, yeah. It just didn't. Just didn't grab. It just you. didn't grab me. Right. Yeah. Um. Then I saw the help. Yeah. And only saw it because it's up for best picture. Right. What'd you think? Uh, I liked it. I mean, I was entertained by it. Yeah. Um. You wouldn't give it the a, best picture. No, not at all. Oscar. And I just have a problem with movies like this. And, and I hope I'm not upsetting any of our female listeners. But why is it when they make a movie for women? Uh, you know, that involve a lot of women that A, all the characters are so stereotyped. They're they're not three-dimensional at all. They're very like, well, we have to have this type and we have to have that type. And then they're just played to that characteristic to the nth degree. You know what I mean? I think that's... There's no uh, layers You, you to know that. what, though? I'll say I think that's a fault of the majority of films. And that's why movies that really, you, really are exceptional stand out so much is because that's not the case. I think but most I'd, movies. But I'd say when you see a movie that's largely based, uh, bridesmaids aside, but largely based for women by women with mostly women. Yeah. 
that's the case. And also, why is it in every one of these movies do the male characters need to be stupid? Stupid or bumbling or... Have you watched TV at all for the last 20 years? Haven't you noticed that every single commercial with a couple... The woman is smart and clever, and the guy is a bumbling buffoon. Well, this is another exa- This movie is another example of that. But that being taken away, the message of the movie is very strong, right? And you get it, and you really feel for people who you know went through that at that time, you know, right. because it's about the African American housemaids at that time, right? Um, what, what time period does it take place in? Sixties, early sixties, okay. okay. and it's shocking when you see some of the things that were going on. Just. 40, 50 years ago. Right. I mean, well, that was, that was like kind of the turning point, though. I mean, so, absolutely. I mean, yeah, know, this was yeah. at the turning point. Right. Um, but, uh, but I mean, it was really, I mean, there were, I shed tears in a couple moments. I mean, it's really, it's really yeah. warm and it got the message across. Right. So, I mean, I can't fault it for that. I just wish there was a little more depth to it. Yeah. But I it was you. good. It was good. I mean, yeah. again, I didn't so of the, of the movies that you've seen that are up for best picture, which one would you? I mean, give if it I to had right to pick now? one out of all of them, I probably would pick the artist. Yeah, just because I think it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it would be between Hugo or the artist. Yeah, but I haven't I'll, found the. I'll one be curious that. to see how that opinion changes as you see more of those movies. Right, because I, you know, now that I've seen a few more, I like the artist a little more than I yeah, did when right. I first reviewed it. Right. Um. But it always kind of sucks, though, don't you think, when the when your personal feelings are that something should win because there's nothing better rather than something right. should win because it's so incredible. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely see before the next podcast, although be- the Oscars are before the next podcast. Oh, okay. But I will definitely see The Descendants, and then I'll – because that's – Yeah, right. I think the – and I'm going to – Are those I'll, the only four movies up? No, there's nine movies up. Oh, but you're not going to be able to see all of them. Uh, right? No, I'm going to try and see all of them. I will not see. I, I just choose not to see because I know it's not going to win anyway. The uh, incredibly loud, oh. disturbing. Why do you choose not to see that? It, it just it just looks. It's gotten terrible. I don't know how it made it. It's gotten terrible reviews. It's it's just not. I don't know. It just looks like a tearjerker that's like, I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me at all to the point where I just won't see it. More manipulative than yes. than good. That's the best way to say okay. how I feel about it without having seen it. Right. <laughs> right. But that's the impression you get. Yeah. Right. Um, but I will see Tree of Life as well, though, you know, people either loved or hated that. Yeah. That's the Terrence Malick. Yes. That was the eye roll that I wish I could have gotten across <laughs> as well. Um, I did see a film for my classic film project. Okay. It's a 1991 film, Delicatessen. Okay. It is a French film. Really interesting and visually stunning. Uh, it's a, it's definitely a black comedy. It's about... Um, Some murders in this, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with the movie? Uh, I... I don't remember it if I saw it or if I just a, read about it. It takes place in kind of an apocalyptic world okay. where food is scarce and food is no, money. I seen it then. Okay. Food, like you pay for things with food, like okay. a bag of corn or a bag of lentils is money now. Money means nothing. It's it's food. All right. Why wouldn't you just keep the food and eat it and then you wouldn't have to buy anything? Uh, well, because you still need other things. Oh, okay. Um, so there's a guy that owns a delicatessen. Now, food is scarce. Right. So he is actually killing people and selling the people meats. Right. And... Uh, like people meat, like cannibalism. Yes. Right. Yes. And so the whole movie is Is about, he selling it as person meat or is he selling I think it pe- as- Yeah, people like, know it's people. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it's in high demand. And so it's funny because he puts an ad out that uh, saying that is he wants- Is the name of his shop Soylent Verde? <laughs> no, what is that? Oh, Soylent Green. <laughs> um, but he puts it, he has an ad in the for paper- you, Coco. For- uh, that he's looking for help, someone yeah. to like help him around the store. But really, that ad it says you know must be muscular for heavy lifting, blah blah. blah but it's really he wants to kill them and sell them, <laughs> right? 
Um, so uh, it's really good and it's funny. Is it about anything? Really, or not really. Uh, yes, there's one guy he hires who his daughter who lives in the building because he he owns the building and he's all these crazy tenants. He has these two guys who their job is how they make their living. They make those you remember those little cans you turn them upside down and they would move. Mm. Yeah, and it gets so funny in this movie that food is so scarce, but yet there's a demand for those things. How many lentils does one of those bad boys cost? <laughs> well, they're actually the ones that use lentils as as money. That's funny. Um, but uh, the story of this is that a guy takes the job. And uh, and everyone knows that he's going to become the next meal. Right. But uh, the the deli guy's daughter falls in love with him, so, so she then tries to like save what happens. Yeah. Right. But uh, it was good. It was really good. It's it's by the same uh, director and writer of Amelie. Oh, which okay. Was years later, but right. Um, that's interesting. Yes, I am so interested to hear what you have to say about the movies you saw. Okay, so let's talk about In Time, which was the uh, JT vehicle. I want to hear it was good. Um, it was entertaining, but cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I did not know till recently, like within the past week that it's the same guy who made Gattaca, which is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I, Gattaca was a much better film. Okay. Much better. I mean, you can't even compare the two. Okay. Um, you can definitely tell that it's the same guy because it's a sort of futuristic, but still very similar to our own world kind of world. Uh-huh. Um, and the... In fact, I don't even know if there's any point in not saying stuff about the movie. The premise is that in the future, everyone is genetically engineered to only live, um, to stop aging at 25. But then on your 25th birthday, you only ha- you only have one year to live. And so you earn more time by doing work or selling things or whatever. So... Just like what you were saying in Delicatessen, how food is currency, time is currency in, in this reality. And so what happens is because the price of stuff keeps going up and inflation, generally most people never have more than a day on their clock. Mm-hmm. And then they go to work and they get paid for that day's work and they add a few more hours and stuff like that. And um, So if and they don't work, they die. They Right. And and if you know if they run out of time, you just, you just fall down and you're dead. Um, <laughs> okay. And it's not so bad as in the Smurfs game where it's just like, dunk. <laughs> but, I mean, it's pretty close. And so, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake's character is one of the many people who is... Now, does he get extra time for bringing sexy back? Um, no, sexy is not a form of currency in this particular... Really? Yeah, no. No, not at all. So this is really far-fetched. It is really <laughs> far-fetched because you know that would never happen now. And, you know, I, I think you remember from the preview how there's this guy who introduces him to his wife, his mother, and his daughter, and they all look their, like they're exactly the same age right. because everyone looks like they're 25 unless they're right. younger than that. But, um, but you know, which makes casting both easier and more difficult because, you know, think about it. Right. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so what happens is he meets a guy in a bar who's being very flashy and very spendy with his money. And you mean it's time. Same thing. Yep. And uh, and so he tells him, hey, you're you know, you're going to get in trouble if you keep doing that, because, you know, they don't like it when like you're not really supposed to, like, give people money, uh-huh. you know, your time. Can't you're just throw your time around. You can't just throw your time around like that. So, you know, and he's being very flashy about it. So he helps him escape the like bad guys who are coming to get him and steal some of his time. And the guy kills himself by while JT's character is asleep. By giving him all of his time, except for like a minute and a half, and then he goes over and he like what happened in the minute and a half? Well, he he went he walked down to the bridge and sat on the edge, and and when he died, he just like fell off into the river. Are and you so, going to give away the whole plot of the movie? Because I'd like to see this movie. 
No, I'm not. And so what happens after this is all right at the beginning. Okay. So what happens after that is, you know, he since now he has all this time, he wants to see time is on his side. What the other half lives like, uh-huh. and the other half is a little suspicious of him. And let's just leave well, it. Well, they that. think he's a time bandit. <laughs> and wouldn't he be really? <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. I like that. So it was it was entertaining, but cheesy, and. There were definitely some cool parts to it, and and I have to say, stylistically, just like Gattaca, stylistically was really cool because there were a lot of parts where they had things that looked very familiar, like especially cars and things like that. But they had modified it to be a very specific sort of design language right. just for this film, and I really liked what that was. Um, so it, it looked really cool, and there were some cool story elements. But you know, you're gonna forget about it a couple days after you see it. Let's put it that way. But uh, it was entertaining. So with time, you'll forget about it. Yes, yeah. that's true. Okay, so the next thing we saw was abduction, <laughs> the Taylor Lautner vehicle. You know, Doug Benson says that Taylor Lautner put the abs in abduction. Is that true? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> you saw the movie. I, honestly, I don't remember. But why yeah, would I you think see? Right. The, why would you see this movie? Um, you know, nothing else on okay. kind of thing. <laughs> and and uh, you know what? I have to say, plot-wise, there were actually some cool twists uh-huh. that I did not see coming. Um, and Susan Sarandon in that as well? No, Susan Sarandon was not in that movie. There's some big star in it though that I was surprised. Yeah, with uh, what's her name? Um, from you know, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. That's right. It. I confused them. Yeah. Um. So. And Alfred Molina's in it too. Alfred Molina is in fact in it. Yes. Wow. And um. And Maria Bello. Maria Bello is in fact in it. Yeah. What? Yeah. I have to say there were some cool plot elements in it. It was not at all what I thought it was going to be. Let's and just Jason Isaacs as well? Who? Jason Isaacs. Oh, yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah, there were some cool plot elements. Like, I did not expect the story to be what the story was. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Taylor Lautner, not a good actor. No. And he has no I mean, he's got no eyes. He's got these little cuts <laughs> where eyes would normally be. And I think he can see out of them because he wasn't running into walls and stuff. But there's not like nothing there when you look and you're yeah. like, and you know what? That doesn't help the, his potato nose either. <laughs> Does he have a potato nose? Yeah, I think so. He's got spud nose. Uh, that actually, that the translation for that is Sputnik. <laughs> That's where you know, because the Sputnik looked like a potato nose. Really? No. <laughs> you just made that up. How could that be true? What are you talking about? Um, That's amazing but, but it what was, we learn on this podcast. It was podcast. a lot better than I thought it was going to be, only because uh-huh. I expected it to be so horrible and so predictable. But it actually, the story went in directions that I didn't think it was going to go in, so it was more interesting than I thought it was going to be. On IMDb, uh, what do you think its rating is on IMDb? Out of how many? 10. Uh, 4.2. 4.5. Well, that's pretty cool. And what do you think in time was? In time, um, 5.6. 6.5. Wow, that's pretty close on both yeah. of those. Um, I'll have the next one ready for when you talk about okay. that movie. So the next thing that we saw, which we saw at the theater last night on the old Valentine's Day, was we went to see the new movie with Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds called Safe House about a young, ambitious CIA agent. Played did Ryan by... Reynolds put the abs in Safe House? He did. <laughs> he did. He put the afe in Safe House. <laughs> and I don't even know what that means. Uh, he put the ow in Safe House. <laughs> no, actually, Denzel Washington did that. Um, we should do that with every movie we review. Who put the what in what and why? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, like JT put the T in time, and Viola Davis put the hell in the help. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, um, so again, this young ambitious CIA agent who wants to move up in the agency, 
is tasked with the menial job of house sitting a safe house in um in in South Africa. And you know, like nothing ever happens down there. And it just so happens that Denzel Washington's character, Tobin Frost. So nothing really happens there until one day something fantastic happens. Exactly. There. And that's basically the premise of pretty much all movies, if they're any good. Um, so Tobin Frost is Denzel Washington's character, and he is a CIA agent that went rogue years ago. And he is uh, involved in a transaction, and some people are chasing him. And so to get away from them, his only recourse is to go to the consulate. And of course, when he goes to the consulate, he's arrested because he's a traitor. And so they're going to take him to the safe house, and once that happens, uh, shenanigans ensue. Oh, shenanigans. And there's uh, some pretty big deal shenanigans. Um, It was one of those movies that was extremely predictable. Like, you knew from the very beginning exactly what was going to happen in the entire movie. That's what all the reviews are saying. But the ride was so good that we really didn't care. It was so entertaining. You knew he was going to stop the train. You knew he was going to stop the train. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Even though he was the grumpy old train guy, yeah. you knew he was going to stop the train. Right. No, but I mean, you knew exactly what was going to happen through the whole movie. And, and, and in Amy's case, which is always the case, she even knew who the bad guy was going to be with literally within the first five minutes of the movie. Right. Well, she's fun to go to movies with. Uh, it's, it's like going to see a movie with Nostradamus. What? You didn't see that coming? <laughs> but, um, but, uh, or Jackie Mason. <laughs> that was actually me doing uh, what was... Uh, what was the, the guy who used to do the Aflac duck? Um, Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried doing his bit about going to see a movie with Nostradamus. Um, but anyway, so, I mean, it was totally predictable. But seriously, it was so entertaining that we didn't care that it was totally predictable. And, you know, Denzel Washington has such a great presence. And I have to say, Ronald, Ryan Reynolds was excellent in this movie. And Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan was, <laughs> they're both so, Ronald Reagan was a little stiff. But, um... Ryan, Ryan Reynolds in Bedtime for Bonzo. It's <laughs> oh amazing. God. But uh, no, Ryan Reynolds was great in this movie. I was very surprised because usually he's not in serious movies, you know? And, uh, you know, he's more of a comic and actor. Some, some of the serious movies in not don't really serious. turn out to be that serious. <laughs> right. As it turns out. But no, I thought he was fantastic in this. And and everyone was good. Everyone who was in the movie was really There's good. There's a lot of people in it. Vera Farmiga, Robert I love Patrick, her. Brendan Gleeson, who's awesome. Yep. Ruby Blades. Brendan Gleeson. Or Blades, if Bren- you will. Brendan Gleeson, show me the picture. What? I know I know Brendan Gleeson, but... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you never saw In Bruges, did you? I need to loan you In Bruges. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Sounds good. I'll loan it to you. But, if, um, if you ever return the other movie that I've loaned you. We haven't watched it yet. Oh. I know where it is, though. That's usually a good first step. <laughs> it's a good first step. Because <laughs> at my place, that's... Oh, it's it's under my floor mat <laughs> in the passenger side of my car. <laughs> Here you go. But uh, no, it was uh, it was very well acted and directed. I mean, the action sequences were really great. Um, it was interesting, too, because one of the previews that they showed. Is there a train? What? Is there a train? No. What? I don't think there was a train. Um, not sure train technology has made its way to South Africa yet. Um, but anyway, uh, one of the previews they showed before the movie was for the new Born movie, Born Legacy. Which yeah, how does that look? Not star, you know. Jeremy um, Renner. Right, Jeremy Renner, who was great in Mission Impossible, um, and it, it, it looked good, you know. But what was interesting was this movie, in many ways, felt like that type of a movie in terms of the kind of action and the sort of um, grittiness of it. Because that was one of the things that I really liked about the first Bourne movie was there was a grittiness to it that was atypical of action movies, especially at the time. Right. Um, and, you know, to, to me, Bourne Identity felt like a like a good Bond film should feel in terms of the visceralness of the action that was happening. And this had that same kind of feeling. Maybe it was, the visceralosity. 
Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Visceralosity-ness. Uh-huh. Ism. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. It was a good movie. Had you on the edge of your seat, like, the whole time. Literally almost the whole time. What do you think the IMDb rating on that was? Um, uh, I'll go, like, 7.2. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty good. Uh, let's see one more. What do you think it, Hugo was? Hugo? 8.9. 8.2. Mm. It was 8.9, but then I gave my review, and then it brought it down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> kidding. That's rude. I'm kidding. All right. All right. So, ready for some miscellaneous? Yes, please. Uh, Guillermo del Toro will remake Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson attached to star. Is that Hermione? Yes. Okay. Which one is she playing? I'm <laughs> just kidding. She's an adorable woman. Uh, Michael Bay has confirmed that he will, in fact, direct Transformers 4. Why would there be another Transformers? Why would there be another Transformers? It makes no sense. Uh, we reported in a past episode that there were talks regarding a Beetlejuice sequel. Well, Michael Keaton has confirmed the rumors by stating he is enthusiastically involved in the project. Oh, puke. I hated that movie. Hated. It doesn't hated. hold up either. If you've seen it recently. It's a terrible it? movie. It's not a good movie. Yeah, it's... Yeah. You know, the best thing, I have to say, now that he's done a lot more, the best thing about most Tim Burton movies is the visuals. Because oh, the yeah. movies themselves are usually not that great. I didn't even think Nightmare Before Christmas was that great, and everyone loves that movie. No, that you know it's I like, thought that just, be a little it's boring. It's just okay. You know what movie of his I think is great is Edward Scissorhands. It's the best yeah. new fairy tale that's been written since I've been born. I think. Wow. I, oh, I think, that's a big statement. I, I think it's a an absolutely wonderful, wonderful movie, and it, it's a great story. It's such a sweet story, and it's very moving, and it's just beautifully told and beautifully rendered. Wow. I also really like Big Fish, which was very atypical. Hated Big Fish. I, I like I like that movie a lot. I like that movie a lot. I thought that was a very good movie. Um, mumblings about a Blade Runner sequel have started up again. Mumbling, now it seems that Harrison Ford is in talks to take part. Is that the Blade Runner mumblings? Mumblings. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Blade Runner. I don't think that's a good idea. No, it's an awful idea. It's an awful idea. It's no, I think they could do something really cool in that world, but... Why bring not, with, not with him. No. Not with him. Not now. No. He can't act anymore. No, he can't. He just shouts. Right. Oh. And like does this with his hand. Like whenever he That's great on a podcast toe. that you Well he like he like that. he like yeah. makes this like, you know, old crone tree branches thing with his hand to express pain. Wow. Uh, Wedding Crashers co-stars Will Farrell and Owen Wilson have signed on to star in a comedy titled The Interns. In other casting news... Wait, wait what's, what's it about? Uh, interns. Wow, thanks. In other casting news, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger will re-team next year for an action prison film called The Tomb. That's awesome. I'm so there. Uh, I, I, I'm disappointed. Is Arnold going to be in the new uh, Total Recall movie at all? Oh, Is I it, think they're... Aren't they done with that? Are they? Yeah, probably it's coming out soon, right? I would imagine. Oh, man. Um, a prequel to Quentin Tarantino's Jackie Brown is currently in the works. Okay. Uh, I love you know Brown. she. You uh, Brown, did you? No, I never did. You know what's Great her name? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Pam Greer uh-huh. is on. Uh, is in season nine of Smallville. Really? She plays. She will not be in Jackie Brown. She plays a checkmate agent. Really? Yes. She will not be in the prequel because it's when they're much. They younger. don't have any lenses wide enough. Much. Wow. Wow. What? Um, the Jaden Smith Jackie Chan Karate Kid remake is getting a sequel. Thank goodness. The Karate Kid who didn't really do karate. Is that true? Yeah, we talked about that before. I it wasn't remember. karate he was doing. It was some other jiu-jitsu or arts, something. But they call it Karate Kid. Well, they should have called it the Jiu-Jitsu Junior. 
Right. That would have been better. <laughs> um, you put this. <laughs> so read it. It's on the paper. Um, idiot filmmaker George Lucas now claims that even in the original Star Wars, Greedo shot at hand first. And the change in the Star Wars special edition that people complain about all the time wasn't a change at all, but just a clarification. He is such a maroon. The article that I read where I read this news was so funny because at the end, the person who wrote it said, George Lucas, please stop saying words. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who does he think he's fooling? Doesn't he know we could just go back and watch and see that Greedo (laughs) never shot him at all? He shot him to save his own life. clarifying. He shot him to save his bacon. God, he's such a jerk, that guy. <laughs> I mean, seriously, he's so pompous and arrogant. Did anyone go see his his airplane movie? No. The one that he put all his money into. Well, I mean, here's well, the dumb not thing. all of his money, but like. Here's the dumb thing about that. Everyone loved the Tuskegee Airmen when it came out, right? Basically the same story, and that came out, what, 15 years ago? Oh, not even that. Okay, wh- whatever it was, yeah. it's been out for a long time, and everybody loved it. What? What what do you bring into the table? Right. What's new about this? Terrence Howard. Who cares? <laughs> Apparently no one. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Oh, my Lord. All right, is that all we got for movies? That's all we got. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about everything else. Okay, we're back, and it's time to talk about <laughs> everything else in the old mashup. The moosh moosh. Kazuo Hirai, the man behind the PlayStation, is now going to be Sony's CEO. And it seems like he thinks the company wastes time making a bunch of unnecessary crap, and he's going to put an end to all that. Did you read about this? No. Yeah, he um, because the PlayStation has been so successful, and probably their, their best, you know, overall their biggest product in years, um, they put him in charge. And I guess the corporate, you know, the corporate culture of Sony has been under scrutiny for a long time because of the fact that they have so many disparate things going on and the different parts of the company like don't really talk to each other. Like, you know, even the parts that make audio products and parts that make video products don't talk to each other. So the controls and the remotes are all different and all that kind of right. stuff and it annoys people. So I guess one of the things that this guy said that he was gonna stop at Sony was that each one of those divisions has always told the parent company and the, the heads of the company what those divisions are going to make. And he's like, that's just ridiculous. We're going to tell them what they're going to make. Right. And they're going to do stuff the way we want them to do them. That's smart. So that is smart. And um, see what happens. <laughs> okay. Is this you being engaged? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Microsoft will release the Windows 8 consumer preview on February 29th. That means you'll be able to download and use Windows 8 for free for a while, even though it'll have some bits here and there that aren't quite done yet. Among the most fun new features are, of course, the Metro UI, the Windows Store integrated Xbox Live, and the possibility of the Windows 8 messaging app having having SMS capability through Windows Live or something similar to that. So that's pretty cool. You'd be able to send and receive text messages through the messenger on your computer. That's pretty cool right there. You mean like the Mac already does? Huh? You mean like the Mac already does? Yeah, but you can't do it with anybody other than an iPhone on that, can you? You're the only person I know that doesn't have an iPhone. Really? Yes. Kelsey? Kelsey! Okay, you're the only person I call that doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, your mom's got an iPhone? No, my mom doesn't have a... Well, I call her on her landline. Okay, not my mom. Okay. Does your sister have an iPhone? But when your mom calls... <laughs> my, my mom doesn't have an iPhone either. So next time you say hi to her, bug her about that. 
Um, and just like Windows 7 is tons faster than Vista was, Windows 8 is said to be able to boot 70% faster than Windows 7. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really neat. The interface is really cool. Uh, sources are saying the iPad 3 will either be announced or available on March 7th. We'll have a Retina display and will be available with 4G LTE from either AT&T or Verizon. In other Apple news, the company is now worth more than Microsoft and Google combined with stock trading at 4.93 a share yesterday. The company is valued at just under 460 billions of dollars. That's a lot. That is a lot of dollars. A company called Aeon is promising one centimeter holographic storage cubes that'll store one terabyte of data. No word yet on availability date or pricing, except that it'll be well under a dollar a gigabyte. Uh, by comparison, hard drives right now are about 10 cents a gig at the most for the bestest, most capacitive ones. But that's pretty cool. The whole holographic storage thing, if that takes off, that's actually really cool because you can get a lot of storage in a tiny little space. I mean, seriously, one centimeter, it's like basically think of the size of a sugar cube. Mm-hmm. You could store a terabyte on that. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, right now, Apple's at 506.5685. They're just, you know what's so funny? I read something else today that in doing um, an analysis of the markets, analysts are now removing Apple from the equation because they skew it so much. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because nobody else is doing as well as they are. Yeah. Um, a 1964 Ferrari 250 GTO was sold to a private collector for $31.8 million. It's a lot of dollars for a car. HTC admitted that some of their phones, including my Thunderbolt, accidentally leak Wi-Fi credentials out into the open. That's really uncool. Can't you just pick those up? Well, you could if you could see them, but they're invisible. Invisible? Didn't you watch Willy Wonka? Don't you see how this stuff gets disintegrated and then floats over your head? Yeah, but it wasn't invisible. But this you is Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi works different than TV. Wi-Fi is invisible. Wow. TV you can see with your eyeballs. Um, I was having a discussion with my mother yesterday. Do you think we'll, we will ever reach a time in the distant future or not so distant future where uh, internet is free? Free? Yes. Do you think we will reach time in our distant future where there will be no money? Well... I think time or food will be a currency at some point, sure. <laughs> well, then, yes. No, but remember when they were talking about how uh, cities were going to have, like, city-wide Wi-Fi? But why wouldn't the companies who put that out charge you for it? How could they charge you for it? What do you mean? You got to access it. Oh, that's true. Couldn't you just borrow... Couldn't you just... Hey, give me your code. Well, but the code's going to be unique. If I, if you take my code on your computer, I'm not going to be able to access it then because so? they're going to see that... So I need the code. That's why people aren't going to give you their code. Um, you no. think it'll be cheaper then? No, th- nothing ever goes down. What, what do you? What technology do you know that costs less now than it? I mean, in terms of services like that, what do you know that costs less than it used to? Let me get back to you on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Remember those rumors that Apple is working on a TV that'll use a Siri-style remote? Yes, I do remember Samsung may have beaten them to the punch with the voice-activated touchscreen remote that they'll be releasing later this year with an as-of-yet unnamed smart TV of theirs. And supposedly they'll be selling the remote as a universal remote to work with bunches of different devices. Ah. Um, And I'm assuming now that Samsung has... So you can talk into it, is what you're saying. And I'm assuming that now that Samsung has announced that, that Logitech is probably also already working on a Logitech One, you know, Harmony remote that uses voice commands and a touchscreen. Mark my words, you'll see it before, later, rather than sooner or something. 
Uh, if you've ever watched your bagel toasting at Panera and wished you had a conveyor belt toaster of your own, your dreams have come true. The Quick Serve from West Bend is a vertical conveyor toaster that'll make your perfect toasted items in 90 seconds. But how much space does it take up? It's vertical. So, you know, it takes up about the same footprint as a regular toaster. It's just taller. So you put the stuff in the top and it kind of goes down like this. Uh, That's the heating elements. Kind of slides out the bottom. Uh, so, you know, if you if you keep your toaster like under a cabinet, under an upper cabinet, probably not going to work so great. It's not as good if you want to make like uh, pot belly sandwiches. If it's vertical. When I worked at the hotel, we had a vertical thing in the uh, vertical toaster. Okay. Not vertical. Uh, the conveyor toaster Horizontal. in, yeah. in uh, the cafeteria. Right. And we would all make toasted sandwiches on it. Yeah. Because it would go, and then it, when it would come down, it, it well, would the meat over. fall out? No. By the time it's done, it's toasted, and it, and it doesn't flip over that way. It oh. comes out. Because, like, the ones at Panera, I think you put them in... If you put them in face down, they come out face up because it kind of goes around the back. So it's upside down from where you put it in by the time you get it out. Ours came out the same, <laughs> the same way. Yours might have been where yours on a thing like a like a imagine a Ferris wheel where they're basically on a little thing that kind of always stays facing up. So it's like riding in a little tray. No. Oh, really? No. I wonder how it did that now. No. Could have been, you know, sometimes those machines have a second conveyor that goes vertically on the back. So when the thing gets to the back, the other conveyor kind of squeezes it and just moves it down like that. But and it would then... kind of slide out then. Yeah. That's I weird. Know. I wonder how it did that. I don't know. Take one apart. Find out. That's what I would do. That's weird. I didn't work there and didn't have to have any responsibilities. I don't there either. Um, James Bond will drive the Aston Martin DB5 again in the next film outing, Skyfall. I'm very excited that there's another Bond movie coming this year. Yeah. I Is it this in. year? Yeah. Supposedly. Sure. Uh, that's what I've heard. I'll look that up. Look that up, would you? New technology may Go on unlock with your little uh, nonsense there. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, new technology may unlock your computer and other electronic devices simply by reading your heartbeat as emitted through your fingertip. That's pretty cool. Do you think? Uh, yeah. I would think that a heartbeat would be easy to fake. Don't they all kind of go run? Right. But through your fingertip. Right. Maybe it's a combination of your heartbeat and your fingerprint. And your fingerprint. What's wrong with just your fingerprints? What if you burn your finger? I always wonder that about fingerprint things. What if you burn your finger? They're, they go You're all screwed. the way through. What? They go all the way through. What do you mean? They go all the way through. Finger, the fingerprints. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they do. If you burn your finger, you've screwed up your fingerprint. No. Apparently not. Come on. No. It's, it stays. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it or explain it. Uh, Skyfall comes out November 9th. Of this year. 2012. That's this year. What I said. Verizon has announced a new phone trade-in program. Bring your old cell phones to a Verizon location, and they'll tell you how much they'll give you in Verizon store credit for them. And, of course, they promise to dispose of the old phones properly and not look at any of your naked pictures of yourself. Audi has just released pictures and details of its forthcoming forthcoming, forthcoming RS4 Avant. The V8-powered super wagon will have a 450-horsepower 4.2-liter V8 with 317 torques. I'm just going to say torques rather than foot-pounds of torque, because that sounds so stupid. And a seven-speed dual-clutch gearbox. Zero 60 time is estimated at 4.7 seconds, the same as a 95 Lamborghini Diablo VT. The RS4 Avant, well, that's Tony snor- pretending to snore. The RS4 Avant will start at a bit over $80,000, but won't be available here in the U.S. Are you sad about that? That was Tony actually snoring. No, it wasn't. 
Images have leaked of what might be Motorola's first Intel-powered superphone. Rumors include an instant on-camera that'll burst shoot 15 frames per second. Finally, in Iceland, the society is so separate from the rest of the world that the country now has its own website on which you can enter your name and the name of a person you have the hots for, and it'll tell you whether or not you're related so that you can avoid accidental incestuous relationships. Or on purpose, incestuous relationships. Like if you want to have incestuous relationships. With Bork. Like if you want to like have I just want to incest- make sure I'm related to this person before I go fooling around right. with her. I, I don't ma- trust people outside the family. I want to make sure that Bjork is actually my cousin before I go pork Bjork. <laughs> You've been waiting so long for that, haven't you? For episodes don't you think and that's, episodes. Don't you think that's funny, though, that they have a website just to make sure that you're not going to sleep with someone you're related to? Basically, what you're saying is Iceland is the human puppy mill. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that. I'm saying say that, that they may have said that I themselves with this website that they've created. So this brings us to the point in the program where, as always, we reveal our votes for the best and worst entertainment moments of the week. Please, please, Tony. (laughs) By all means, give us your worst. Um, I'm not going to say that the Whitney Houston thing is my worst, but it is my worst. (laughs) But I will say... (laughs) That makes no sense. Because that's a downer. So I will say that my second worst, which I will list here as my worst, but it's not really my worst, is... uh, that American Idol episode with the groups that had no singing whatsoever. Aha. Uh-huh. The worst. Aha. Uh-huh. That was an hour of nothing but people crying, complaining, yelling. And, uh, okay. And puking. Let's, let's go back to that for a second because what I didn't understand about that was the one girl who was a cop who couldn't find a group. Why did she keep telling people she was a cop? Right. <laughs> She's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to have trouble finding a group because people don't like cops. I'm like, well, then stop telling them you're a cop. And what I didn't understand is why wasn't she a little more flexible on the song she wanted to sing? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, Joy I'm, to the World. I'm only doing Joy to the I'm World. I'm only doing Joy and to the I World. I love the girl who thought it was the Christmas Carol, Joy <laughs> well, to the World. Well, she didn't say. <laughs> she didn't say. She didn't say one way or another. Oh, that was I actually the funniest there, moment I can't of believe there episode. was some uh, Kansas in the mix. I know. That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Um... For my worst, I'm going to have to go with the sun in the river. He's just so irritating. Yeah. So irritating. And I do, you know, I like shows that have a supernatural element to them. So I like the premise of the show. And there's some stuff about the way that it's done that's pretty cool. But I, I just, I just, he's terrible. He's terrible. And he kind of reminds me of somebody and I can't figure out who it is, but I think it's somebody I don't like. And maybe that's part of the reason I don't like that character or the actor is playing him or something. Right. But, is it uh, either Beavis or Butthead? Uh, <laughs> hey, did you notice that they did this thing? And I don't know if they did it on purpose or if it was just me. But you know how they always make a joke that when in a like horror movie, when you put a black character in a horror movie, he's always the first to die? Yeah. So remember when they're both out, there was the black cameraman and then the Jewish cameraman, and they're both out with the camera, and it looked like the black cameraman was about to die, but then they killed the Jewish one? Yeah. I wonder if that was on purpose or not. Um... I don't know. You could ask him. Didn't the, did the black guy like run back into the boat or yeah. something? Yeah, he did. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Then maybe it was on purpose because that's actually kind of funny if you think about it. Um. So yeah. So that was my worst. I just I just don't like that character. And really, I don't like anybody on that show that much, except for the girlfriend's fine. But again, there's nothing about her that like, you know. I, I've talked about before how. You know, like a lot of times you watch a show or a movie and you really like an actor or an actress because of the character they played. Um, I've talked about before how on Chuck, I really like the character of Sarah. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's. I, I made the joke that it was the first time that I had a crush on a character instead of the actress who played the character. Um, so like, I, I like that when you feel so, when you really feel something for the character and you care about the character in more than just the typical sense that you would on a TV show or in a movie. And there's nobody who I really care about. Like, I don't, if any of them died this week, I would be like, okay, they're dead. Who are right. they going to replace them with? But you've only seen two hours of the show. Yeah, but even again, going back to Lost. Yeah, but Lost, you can't use Lost as your own you did. your reference all the time. You did. I know, but pick something else. But <laughs> because I mean, Lost was a unique yeah. entity. Right. It was. It was. I'm just saying. I see lots of shows where I care about people right away. Even even very lighthearted shows like Castle. I mean, there are characters on there that you just instantly like. You I don't know? like them. You've never even seen that show. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, I don't like them on the commercials. <laughs> so anyway, so that's that's my uh, that's my worst. Wow. There you go. What about your best? Uh, we're still doing a show here. Yes. Yeah. I in fact I thought we were doing a show before when we weren't. <laughs> um, I would have to say the Grammys and. Not just because of the the show itself. Well, they're sweet. They bake pies. I mean, who doesn't love <laughs> their own Grammys? Grammys? Uh, no, I had so much fun watching the Grammys, and not just because of the Grammy show itself. But I happened to be on Facebook, and I noticed that a couple of my friends were just commenting, mm-hmm. at, you know, as the show was going on. And uh, so then I started to take part in that, and I had so much fun doing that. One of the people being our listener, Mike. Yeah. And uh, I know you guys were having a little Facebook party. Oh, and I did with a few of my other friends too. And it was so much fun. Yeah. Just commenting on all the performances right. and like making fun of the way people look. I will say that. Like how Paul McCartney looks like the mayor of Whoville. Um, yeah. I do, <laughs> he doesn't even look human anymore. Doesn't. I, 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 but still I think... will say, after seeing the Beach Boys and then seeing Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney can still go up there and like do his thing. Whereas the Beach Boys, it was like the nursing home band had yeah. gotten up. And- I, I don't think he looks like the mayor of Whoville. I think he looks as many people do for some reason when they get to a weird point in their in their lives. He's starting to look like Lady Elaine Fairchild from Mister Ro- <laughs> Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like there's certain people they just like they get to a certain point. It's like oh my god, they look like Lady Elaine Fairchild. How did that happen? <laughs> but it's true. He does. He looks like her. She was always kind of... You know, it's funny. You would think that that's an obscure reference, but I'm sure most people know who you're talking about. I think they may. I think they may. And she was always kind of mannish anyway, so you you can really straddle a lot of... You know, one of my favorite bad moments... celebrity looks from that one. ...that I uh, commented on Facebook was Foo Fighters won one of the first awards, and then Dave Grohl got up and he made some big speech about how that them winning that award was a testament that, you know... They can still honor musicians who learn their craft and sing into microphones and like who uh, you know don't make music on a computer. Blah blah blah. Okay, point well taken. I get it. That's a nice little speech. But an hour later, he gets up and performs with David Guetta and uh, Death Mouse, both who make all their music on computers. So like, yeah, maybe wasted, he didn't. Maybe he didn't want to do that. Wait, wait a, no, he was on stage with it. He performed. I'm with saying, that. but maybe he didn't want to. Well, then he shouldn't have. I mean, if yeah. he's if he gives this big speech and then we see him an hour later that is pretty funny, going though. against everything he just said, like, yeah. way to stick by your guns. That is pretty funny. Well, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons, too, that I I really like music from, like, 1975 to 1985 so much is because you can really tell that that there were so many very skilled producers and musicians who understood the 
actual science behind how sound works and how to create sound and how to edit sound and make it sound really fantastic. If you go back and listen to records and some of the early CDs from that time period, some of them sound so much better than anything that's released today because those people knew how to do right. the stuff because they had learned it. Whereas now, you know, that that's the downside of things being more accessible because of what computers offer is it's so easy for everyone to get into something like editing audio or you know, even editing video and iMovie or Windows Movie Maker or whatever, that they don't have to know a lot of stuff. It's not a craft. It's just right. a process. And I think, you know, unfortunately, a lot is lost when it's just a process and not a craft. Um, so I, I understand what he's saying, but yeah, that's kind of funny that he would do that. Uh, anything else you want to say about the grannies? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, my best entertainment moment of the week, surprisingly, is nothing that we've talked about so far, but the fact that it was the first year that I took our son with my father and I to the Chicago Auto Show, which is something that my dad and I do every year. And we've done it for years. Wasn't your your best last time? What? what? This was your best last time. Well, we hadn't gone yet. We just went this past weekend. I know, but you were talking about how you were going to go. That was your best last time. That was not my best. We need to replay the tapes. How could it have been my best? I hadn't gone. It's that you were going to go. But go ahead. I don't want to ruin your moment. Well, you already ruined it. <laughs> it's done. That's it. We can edit this out. Go ahead. Um, there's nothing more to say. Just that. <laughs> oh, come on. I, I, there really is nothing more to say. It was just, it was really cool to finally, you know, get to take. We couldn't go last year because he was sick. You know, he's in the hospital. And, um, and so this year, you know, we got to go. And, you know, he didn't totally love it because he was overwhelmed by the crowd. And it's a lot of walking. And, you know. Did you buy him so, pizza or a pretzel or anything? Uh, we got him a hot dog. Yeah. He's going to get a maturo, but uh, the line was too long, yeah. you know. They got good churros there, I'll tell you. Not as good as ones you can get in Spain, obviously, but they're pretty good churros. Um, and good hot dogs, actually. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he flirted with a bunch of girls, so that was you know fun for the three-and-a-half-year-old. But uh, it was Gee, just... I wonder if Dad put him up to any of that. Uh, no, actually, in fact, we were in the Cadillac booth, and they had this concept there called the Seal, which is a just gigantic convertible four-door car. And, um, you know, that'll never see production. And so... He he's standing right next to the little roped off part, you know, where you can't go any further towards the car. And he goes, "Ooh, so pretty." And I said, "You like this car?" He goes, "No, that lady." And he points up to the model. And I swear I didn't tell him to do anything. And she wasn't close to us, so she couldn't hear him or anything. Right. I just thought it was really funny. Um, but but you know, it was cool because he really enjoyed. You know, little kids have to sit in their car seats right. in the back all the time, so he really enjoyed being able to climb into cars and sit behind the the steering wheel and stuff like that. And he just had this big smile on his face. And so even even though he wasn't totally into it the whole time and, you know, he wanted to leave earlier than we wanted to leave and stuff like that, it was just really cool starting that tradition with him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's that's that. Oh, that's very so, nice. There you go. Thanks for ruining it. Um, so do you got anything gonna else? It's going to be your best moment next time, too. <laughs> Maybe it will, just in spite, <laughs> just spite you. Um, you got anything else? No. All right, don't forget you can go on to iTunes, which you should do, especially if you haven't been on there in a while. And please, even if you don't get your... Uh, episode this way. Please subscribe. If you have an iPod or an iPhone or an iPad and you have not subscribed to our podcast, please subscribe. Yeah, because it really because does a lot of good for us. It does. It gives us more exposure on iTunes. Yes, and we like exposure. We do. Which is why we do this show in the nude. No, we don't. We don't do we that. We do not. We do not do that at all. Absolutely not. Especially not if it's illegal in the state, is it? 
It's but just... anyway, um, so yeah, do that. And don't forget to leave us a review and a rating and go to Facebook where you can like our page there. And you can send us notes and comments and questions and ask us for life advice. Most of you. Some of you have been banned from that practice. <laughs> and um, post, and you can post pictures You can post pictures, sure. You, if you want to post a links. picture of you listening to the podcast. Oh, that would be – do that. You should. That would be nice. If you want to post a video of you listening to the podcast that is the entire length of the podcast, I would recommend not doing no, that. No, don't do that. But a, a picture is fine. Yeah. And, um, and thanks as always for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.